0: Welcome, yes, this is another episode of The Boys of Tech. This one is episode 184 for Monday the 17th of September 2012. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm joined over Skype by Brett King. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hello. And how are you this week? Uh, Pretty
1: good, pretty good. Still recovering from last night's buffet overload, but... What was that about last night? Oh, I went to the twelfth um, anniversary of the chocolate buffet at the Amora.
0: Oh, chocolate buff! Oh, chocolate buffet! And you didn't ask me.
1: Well, I, I didn't organize it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think I'll... I
1: would organize something like that? Yeah, no, no, I just it's... go to things. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair
0: enough too. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, but yes, it would take. I, I can imagine that uh, you you probably didn't feel too good last night, and I, I and obviously you're still getting over it this morning, so. You must be mm. good. Must be a lot of chocolate there. uh far too much sweets. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Is there an antidote <laughs> to sugar? Can you like take uh, something savoury? Dif- yeah, but does it does it take sugar you out of your bloodstream? You get craving for savoury, pun. But it doesn't take the sugar out of your bloodstream, though, does it? No,
1: no. That, well, there's nothing really that's an antidote to that, is there? Well, what about insulin? To eat something disgusting, uh, and, and kill yourself
0: with, with insulin. You you. Yeah. I thought that absorbs you, and flushes out the sugar.
1: Only for people that are low on insulin. if, but, you but if you've insulin taken a sugar overdose into could, a person who's got a perfectly fine body, then, then you're going to kill them.
0: Really? Even if you've had a sugar overdose, you don't think a bit of insulin would help flush? I don't know. We shouldn't definitely, don't try this. <laughs> what do no, you do? No, no, not it. pretty much,
1: I, I am not aware of anything that you could take that would bind up the sugar while it was still in your stomach, that wouldn't do you some irreparable damage. Right. Oh, well. Okay. While well, it's I guess. Still lingered in your stomach.
0: I guess previn- Pretty
1: much the only ca- counter to a sugar overload is to have some savory.
0: Or not to do it in the first place. Like, well, that's prevention, isn't it? Okay, look yeah, at let's look at some of the tech stories this week. Apple has granted a patent that leaves people wondering why. What Mark Zuckerberg has to say about the Facebook phone rumors and the emoticon celebrates a birthday this week. But first we kick off with in case you missed it, Apple's release of the iPhone five. Woo! Is that something to get excited about, Brad? Um, Not really. I was, I, that's exactly the answer I was expecting from you. <laughs>
1: you knew I was going to do it. That's why yeah. you went the woohoo.
0: Yeah, I, you, you know me too well, and I know you too well. Absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, the iPhone The iPhone 5 is now, according to Apple, the world's thinnest smartphone, and it boasts a 4-inch display, which I know is fairly standard on, on some of the newer phones these days as well. And also, you know what they've done also is they've made this, uh, like the previous couple of versions as well, support for worldwide networks. So it supports LTE. Mm. So 4G networks outside the US will work with this phone at the highest speed. So that's that's great. That is I, very I think, good. I'm not sure what analysts are saying about this uh, announcement because there were speculations that the the phone would be significantly different to the to the sort of traditional iPhone design. for you know at least from the four onwards anyway. But it, you know the four and the 4S. But it is kind of along the same kind of design lines, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, it it's not revolutionary in its its design at all. It's very much a everything looks the same as an iPhone four, except it's slightly thinner, slightly longer. But it's got the, the same same button, you know, same home button placement. same speaker, same camera placement, same camera at the back. The button alignment on the side, where the you know the mute switches, the volume, the on-off, all those, they're, they're all in exactly the same positions as they, they were before. The
0: design is exactly yeah. Well, the CPU, much the CPU is the now same. twice as fast. It's the A6 chip instead of the A5 chip. Yeah, yeah, it's a step up
1: with that. Once again, they have mentioned nothing about the battery life that I can see in here, other than that they said that it will be about the same as the previous one.
0: Well, they, they've claimed, they, they've, I, given, they've given figures. They, they, they claim eight hours of 4G talk time, eight hours of mm-hmm. 3G uh, or 4G LTE web browsing, 10 hours of video playback, and uh, 225 hours standby. 225 hours of standby? Yep. Really? That's really? what they say, that's nine days. Really? That's what I they want a
1: fricking guarantee of that because I can tell you right now, an iPhone 4 has two days of yeah, standbites. Yeah, hang on, hang on, Brett. Are you, are you
0: <laughs> saying two days plus calls and texts and browsing? That's different. Nope, I am
1: saying two
0: days of a few
1: texts a day.
0: Really? No no calls? Yep. What about web browsing, video, that kind of stuff? No. no. Games, gaming. No. Nope. You sure? Nope. I am okay. All
1: right.
0: Yeah, My phone has to be recharged every well, two days. Well, here's why you need an iPhone 5 then. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: my answer. Yeah, I want to see some actual usage tests from this. 225 hours of standby time. This
0: will probably be I do
1: not believe that. I have not seen any smartphone, any smartphone with that kind of power that has been boasting 225 hours worth of standby time.
0: You know, this is not ideal. It'll be ideal conditions. It'll be with maximum, uh, you know, uh, reception bars. It'll be with uh, GPS turned off and stuff like that. And probably with the. the what do you call it? Um, Wi-Fi turned energy. off,
1: camera turned off, yeah, energy everything turned to low, that's everything, right. yeah,
0: that's right. But having said that, basically your
1: even, phone in a non-usable state.
0: Yeah, but Brett, even or maybe if, that's even just you, you know have, the
1: battery not connected to the phone will last will hold a charge for that. <laughs> you but once you plug it you in, you are into the phone,
0: so suspicious, Brett, <laughs> of this. aren't you? I am You're massively so suspicious <laughs> of that.
1: That's the sort of standby time that you expect
0: from your vanilla phone, yeah,
1: but look Brett, even self- if you
0: have what they say, right, even if you get four and a half days, then it, surely you should be able to get even half of that i mean that, that would be good, right? That would be a massive
1: improvement over your standard smartphone well, I'll tell
0: you what we're going to do we're going to find someone once the phone's released we're going to find someone who's got one, and we're going to get them to do exactly that we 're going to in fact we're going to take the phone right off them if they're willing to do this for us. Actually I can't see this happening at all. <laughs> no, back, we would Never buy this phone out of somebody's hands <laughs> once they've give, just gone. Who's gonna give a podcast a phone a brand new iPhone five just been released that they've purchased, you know, for a week to play to supposedly Test battery life on. Yeah, right. Okay, Indeed. we'll skip that idea. And we know that
1: you would just be playing Angry Birds
0: anyway. <laughs> yes, ah, oh, maybe. Anyway, so that, <laughs> look, that's, the, that's the iPhone five. But, but wanna, it pretty much it pretty much follows my prediction that
1: I gave you when we were talking after one of the shows recently, what where was that? Uh, I, I said that I did not expect massive innovation out of the uh, iPhone five. Yes, that's right, you it did. It would be. It might be a slightly different look because Apple likes to change the form factor so that everybody has to buy new third-party products for it. No, hang on. Uh,
0: That is not fair. They've run with the – you're talking about the the connector? They've run for that connector, was it, 13 years? No, I'm not talking about
1: the connector. I'm talking about the form
0: factor. It's thinner and
1: taller. You have to buy a new cover for that thing, a new screen protector for that thing. You can't use the screen protectors you've got left over from your iPhone 4. You can't use your case from your iPhone 4.
0: Yeah, and ends, it, have those, changed, as you those, said, they, they have to, after, right, after this quite is evolution, a number. This is evolution character. of the phone. All manufacturers do the same thing. You look at the Samsung range, they're completely yeah, yeah, different each uh, time. Yeah, yeah. All phones do that. I, I, I mean, you can't can can, can, it, it can
1: keep the happens. same. I, I'm, I'm still going to say it's a, it's a part of the reason they do it is the fact that it means they can then on sell brand new stuff because they don't want you using your second-hand yeah, stuff. No,
0: I, I disagree because Apple don't sell. I 100% agree with that. Now I I I'll tell you why I disagree because ninety nine percent of the the uh, what you got the um, accessories market is not Apple owned.
1: Well, precisely, but they're they're companies that are beholden to Apple's. Apple's got to throw them a bone.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, hmm, maybe. Anyway, I would look, let's leave the iPhone five there. I want to do. Oh, I want to stick with phones though and talk about Apple's latest patent to be granted, and it is is a technology to disable iPhones based on location. And before you start thinking, hang on, what does all this mean? Let me give you an example. You go to the movie theater. The movie theater has bought into this technology. They can remotely, or may be able to, given this technology, if they deploy it this way, may be able to disable your iPhone so you can't make or receive phone calls or texts. Wouldn't that be
1: good? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's a... You know, an absolutely fantastic idea. I think in that town in America where there was recently that massacre at the movie theatre, I think that the the people in that town would be so happy to go to a movie theatre knowing that in this theatre they are not going to be able to make emergency calls.
0: Okay. So, So, so hang
1: on.
0: But look, how (laughs) how different is it to cell phone jammers? We have those in prisons, right?
1: Yeah, but cell phone jammers have legislation. Around them And they are very very rarely used they don't have You do not well, see them Implemented in business environments They have been implemented in prisons To stop crime In those prisons Because the, the, the in, inmates Are not supposed to have phones in there at all
0: But surely the cinema, If in the prisons. cinema wants to Ban phones from the cinemas They can And if they want to yes. And they, turn them they off remotely. They and should there be are tons to. let's, of let's ways to do
1: that. And that is by reminding people that they should turn off their phones. If they wanted to get really, really, you know, police state about it, they could, you know, make you log your phone off and leave it in a secured facility that they provide, you go a which scanner. of course they wouldn't want to do because then if the phones get stolen, of which they will, they would then become liable for it. Which is why they want some sort of technological way of jamming your phone. However, by doing that you stop emergency services. And emergency services basically overrides any
0: reason well, for the Well, hang on, you know what you know what? People, are, turn off people are speculating here because you, you never know. It may well be that the way they deploy this is that emergency calls still can be made. Now once again, it, it, who's,
1: it, who's who's deploying it? Well, it could once f- you've got the technology in there that allows you to remotely turn off the phone, it can be abused.
0: Well, to, not if Apple don't implement it that way. If Apple decide on their phones it can only receive a, a signal from an authorised party that shuts down the, the phone. They can still authorized make
1: authorised party. What makes you an authorised party? How many well, stories who knows do we? How see? to
0: deploy it? They haven't. This is just a patent, right? We have no idea yeah, how this is going to be deployed. What I'm
1: saying. Why? Why I think the patent is completely ridiculous is the fact that there are dozens, literally dozens of already implementable ways to do what they are suggesting that their patent is designed for. To stop people having phones that ring in meetings, stop people having phones that ring in movie theatres. There are so many ways that don't require you to implement a technology which is blatantly abusable To disable your phone because it's it's disabling your phone, Edwin. It is somebody else with no relation to you, your phone, or your telecom or your telco, saying that I am. I'm not just gonna ask you to not use your phone here or to turn it to silent. I am going to physically deny you the use of your phone. Yes, but
0: you're on their turf and you. It's their rules, right? I know. That's the difference. It's not like it's been done in public places and it's not intended for that. What I'm
1: saying. What it's not being done in public places now. But once you give this facility, imagine, for instance, imagine you had a government that wanted to implement this ability and implemented it across all of their public places so that, let's say, mass protests couldn't be quite as media savvy yeah, posting you, to social media. you know networks, why that
0: scenario would never happen? Because the governments that are like that are in countries that already own their phone servers for that very reason because they can flick the switch.
1: <laughs> but it hasn't stopped it. Because we recently had a huge number of uprisings in the Middle East and part of that, or coordination and the stuff that came out of there was all done through mobile media, mobile social stuff, connected through the mobile
0: networks. And d- But don't you, a and lot of those governments own own their own telcos? Isn't that kind of the, a lot, the whole yeah, point? They, they own some of them, but they don't own all of them. If so you, so you think you think this this patent this well not so much the patent but the the concept which is being painted is completely superfluous. I think it's completely it. superfluous and only open to technological abuse
1: because there are already dozens of legitimate ways of preventing what Apple is saying their patent is designed to prevent. What about except in, done in such a way that. Uh, it doesn't prevent people making emergency calls. It doesn't prevent people from having, you know, uh, freedom of speech. There are, yeah, there are safeguards around all the other okay, stuff.
0: Okay, what about when we're talking about that?
1: Is, means that what? somebody just doesn't have to flick a switch and suddenly your phone doesn't work.
0: Brett, what about where, where safety is yeah. where safety is paramount, such as on flights? Wouldn't that be good there?
1: Oh, really? So you you're bringing up what has going through the media about airlines wanting to implement the ability for you to use your phone on the plane? Well, yes. So that that that
0: one. uh, Yes. Well, hang on. Using their own local site and then it goes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but all... But right yeah, now, just, a lot it, of planes it, don't have planes that. Are. Right now, there are still rules anyway, regardless of that technology being developed. Right now, there are rules that say you must not use your phone at all uh, you know, for calls and texts. The, the transmitter part of your phone must be off mm-hmm. for the duration of the flight. Right now, there are rules like that. That'll be the same way for the next three to five, maybe even a decade or more. Yeah. So wouldn't it be great to have this to at least enforce those who happen to be using iPhones?
1: Powers because yeah, it, it once again, it only affects iPhone users.
0: Yeah, correct. But that's so still gonna pretty be just saying yeah, yeah, but that's still gonna be better than the current the, the, the current situation where someone might have left their no, phone on not. or deliberately ignores the rules. Now No, it's not. It's yeah,
1: so it works perfectly fine in the current rules because the etiquette in in an airline is that you turn your phone off. And if you don't turn your phone off, then as there have been stories in the past month about people being asked to leave
0: the plane well, when because it's mid-flight. they wouldn't turn their phone off. Not when it's in mid-flight, though. No, oh, at the beginning but, of the flight. But if you see someone using their phone... Uh, then they would be
1: restrained by the, the person if they become unruly about and, turning and it off. And if
0: they've left their phone on uh, unknowingly, perhaps or because they're too lazy and can't be bothered in their luggage. Mm. Wouldn't this catch the ones that happen to be iPhones? So that's at least a little bit better than, than the, the current situation where some will be iPhones and some won't be, but at least the ones with this technology that are iPhones will be shut off. No? <laughs> no, no. You really don't see any you, use for this at all, right? I do
1: not see any use for it okay. at all. Why would, why would I as a business, in, let's say I'm an airline, why would I pay for the technology to turn off iPhones when i know that iPhones are not the most commonly used phone it doesn't make it doesn't even I make think, no, monetary i think no i sense. think you might be wrongly i
0: think uh, iPhone, i think the iphone is the uh, is the biggest uh smartphone
1: are you sure i thought oh, it was android phones had uh, well, taken Andro- over. Android
0: phones but i think the biggest phone manufacturer smartphone sorry manufacturer is apple i believe If you're talking about operating systems, Android wins. Absolutely. In terms of phones, it, it's... It, yeah, it's, there are
1: more phones that are in use using the Android operating system than there are iPhones. So wouldn't it be... If you're just going by numbers, you would get a system which turned off the Android phones.
0: Yeah, that depends if it's entirely... So- reliant, if it's only reliant on software, then yeah, you can do that. But otherwise, you need to go through the, the manufacturers. And of course, there are, I don't know... Seven hundred odd Android manufacturers in any event in any event you let's just get to the the bottom of this. You don't see any reason for this whatsoever, correct?
1: I don't see any reason for this patent for the implementation of this technology in the iPhone whatsoever or any phone because they' are right? already not in any phone because there is already dozens of ways to handle phone usage in the situations that Apple has said that they're to to cover, and all it does is open the iPhone market to be abused by people in positions of power with access to that technology or um, malicious users who have gotten access to that technology. My God, if you can ring up Apple support and convince them that, <laughs> that you are somebody else to get access to their iCloud account and then delete all of the stuff off their phones and MacBooks, etc. Do you think it's going to be that much more difficult to convince somebody that you need to disable phones within this area?
0: If you're really malicious, malicious you would just use a cell phone jammer. But look, hey, anyway, I take your point. You, you, you either think, way,
1: it's redundant you, technology. You're saying it's redundant technology, fine. You look you're not, abuse abuse you're not the only one
0: you're not the only one to think s- that. A lot of people have been sort of looking at this patent and going, What? Why? Now, let's leave that there. And going to refund me
1: (laughs) um, my telco bills for the time that I am sitting in a building that they have said I can't, you know, that somebody has said I can't use my phone in, and yet I'm still paying telco bills for my phone? Well, that that, that is an interesting
0: angle. Uh, I must admit, that is an interesting angle. Let's leave that right there and talk (laughs) about Mark. It just goes back to, you know, uh, do apples want to control everything uh, that they can, create. I, can? I bring Mark Zuckerberg into this whole phone thing because he's come out. He's come out about the rumours about the uh, the Facebook phone, and he's come out mm-hmm. saying there will be no be such dumb thing. Idea. Yep, there's no such thing, <laughs> uh, and it wouldn't yeah. be it wouldn't be viable. He says so that puts an end to those rumours.
1: Massively, would not be viable? You have a saturated market. Phone manufacturing is a saturated market like yep. Google brought out their own phone. What is the Google market?
0: I don't the know. It be very small, wouldn't is, it? It's
1: massively small. They have the most popular phone OS on the planet. Yes. And their market share of that is tiny when they tried to bring out their own phone. Yeah, but
0: I don't think they tried very hard, admittedly. But I, well, I, I, but you're right, though, anyway. Regardless of that, you're right. The phone market right now, the smartphone market is indeed Saturated. Yep. All right. Now, the emoticon celebrates its 30th birthday this week. Woohoo! Colon hyphen close bracket.
1: <laughs> Excellent news. Mm.
0: Now, Excellent did, news. Let me just tell. So, prefer- I
1: prefer semicolon close bracket.
0: <laughs> oh, a wink.
1: Close parenthesis, in fact.
0: <laughs> very good. Very good. Let's just tell our listeners how this all started. On September the 19th, in 1982, Professor Scott Fellman of Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh sent an email that included the first use of that, you know, the sideways smiley, the, the emoticon. And he says, I propose the following character sequence for joke markers. And he then follows that text with colon, hyphen, close bracket. And he, he also goes on to say, read it sideways. So anyway after that initial email the idea sped quickly to other universities and research labs and soon it just became second nature and that's what we do now whenever we want to indicate a joke or a you know humor or something to be taken light-hearted in goes the colon and the uh, the bracket good huh thirty mm. years thirty years Wow I like it I like it now that is a here's, long time. Here's, here's a question for you Brett do you prefer the traditional ASCII Emoticons, or do you like those new ones that are sort of, you know, graphical user? Oh, the thing? the little graphical <laughs> yeah. one that. Yellow, yeah, to the ones that look
1: and the like ones Skype that are, does.
0: Yes, that's right. The ones with the, the right way out. in
1: some of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some of them, it really depends on the 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 graphic design of the the graphical emoticon. Some of them can be quite cute, and. So they're more a little more lively, but others are just really quite cheesy, ugly. Yeah, either really cheesy or really ugly. And in those cases, I yeah. So the, the 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 graphics lover in me likes some of the the little emoticons, but I. Uh, the traditional ascii one does take me back to my roots.
0: Yeah, I I, I got to say I I really do like the ascii ones. And in fact, not surprisingly, pre- I do vastly. Here's my question to you. Yeah.
1: Do you prefer the smiley face with the nose or without the nose?
0: Ah, that's a very good question. So do you include the hyphen or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I prefer it uh, look, I'll give you a twofold answer. I prefer it with, but in in my actual usage, more commonly I'll leave it out. If that yeah, makes sense. yeah,
1: I I I yeah, I I don't ever include the nose.
0: No, I don't either. And I don't often, favorites. but I do prefer it. Yeah, my a, most
1: commonly used emoticon is in fact uh, colon
0: capital p. Oh, okay. Yeah, sticks tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, you know, if, if I want to be a little uh I'm not sure what the word is here, but a little different, let's say, I'll go for the sideways one, the other up opposite side so I will have open bracket Hyphen, colon. So it's like looking. Your yeah.
1: I always thought that was somebody wearing a hat. The first time I encountered that was a an open bracket, colon, and then a uh, less than. A less. Oh, it was, okay. Uh, like somebody being, oh, there probably you know, is. Cheeky, cheeky well, smile. Well, oh, there probably it's is. a cheeky smile on that side. But when I looked at it, it was a, a really angled, frowny
0: face with a hat. Well, the thing is, it's it, if, you just do, if you just do open bracket colon or open bracket hyphen colon, it, it really can't be mistaken for anything but a smiley going the other way. What
1: about horizontal ones? Have you seen the um, – they're quite common in um, – I've, I've seen them in a lot of uh, Japanese sites. These where are the, horizontal. You've got like, I'm vertical then. No, not ones on their sides. Yeah, yeah up, vertical, yeah, vertical. Like a, a so you need hyphen, m- score, and carrots. So it's like a little cheesy smiley. It's a little cheesy, winky it's so, face. T- but t- it's tell me again, really, how do you do that one? Hyphen, hyphen, underscore, carrot,
0: underscore, carrot. Because a really oh, common oh, emot- I see. A
1: Really common emoticon in a lot of in a lot of Asian countries is carrot underscore carrot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, word, it's, oh, it's right. they were. Oh, right.
1: All of their little smiley faces with the with two little upside down arcs and a big. Uh, underneath it is the big smiley face with the yeah, little... Yeah, so, and, and, and little yours apps. is a winky That's one, it
0: isn't it? With so hyphen yeah, underscore yeah. carrot. It's
1: just expanded so much. This, you, you could probably do a study just on emoticons. Oh,
0: th- in fact, I think there's books, on, there's books on them. Now, just going back to the uh, to these new emoticons, not surprisingly, Professor Fellman also disapproves of them. He says that, I think they are ugly and they ruin the challenge of trying to come up with a clever way to express emotions using standard keyboard characters. But perhaps that's just because I invented the other kind. Mm. He also says that he was incredibly shocked that his simple invention took off in the way that it did. He says, and I quote, This was a little bit of silliness I tossed into a discussion about physics. It was 10 minutes of my life. I expected my note might amuse a few of my friends, and that would be the end of it. Oh, how he was wrong. This is Mm. everywhere now.
1: Indeed. Massively evolving, just like the rest of the languages of the
0: planet. That's right. All right, so that's the Emoticon. Now, eBay has grown up. It's got a new logo. Wow. Have you seen it?
1: I have, and it it it, it doesn't impress me. Oh, really? I bet they really? paid a, I bet they a bomb for it too. But,
0: but look, you know, I'm but Brad, so surprised by like these, admit, these companies looks...
1: that pay vast amounts of money to a big designer to come up with something which looks like a, a kid at school could do that.
0: But, Brett, doesn't it look so much more grown up? I mean, you know, the overlaid logo with different uh, font styles just looked a bit amateur and, you know. Uh,
1: no, I think it would look more grown up, right, if it was uh, a little more graphical because it, it's it's very, it's very Google in its colours and its simplicity, of language, its simplicity of text. And if they actually spelt it the way that eBay spells it.
0: Well, with a capital B. Yeah,
1: they never writes eBay with the lowercase b. Everything is eBay, yeah, not true. eBay. True. But their logo has always had the lowercase b. It has slightly irked me that they always refer to themselves with the capital B, but their logo doesn't even do that. But everywhere else it does. Well, that
0: is inconsistent. Yeah. But regardless of that, I love their new logo. It looks just so much better. So much cleaner, so much WED 2.0, so much more grown up, <laughs> more credible.
1: You used you used it. You went there, Edwin.
0: <laughs> you 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 two point it. it. Oh <laughs> is that which, i was thinking? Which word are you referring to? But yeah, okay, web two But it is it's, it's it's so much more web two point I'll say it again. There you How, go. Okay, explain it. To you. How is it more web two uh,
1: How is that more interactive and dynamic? <laughs>
0: Well, no, no, but it it goes with the you know what I'm trying to say it goes with the design concepts that you find in Web 2.0 sites. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the like you, I, I know I know you're being facetious there, but uh, look, I, I like it. You don't. Uh, we should take a the poll and see what our listeners a, think. An R to a TM. I, I thought that was interesting. So yeah, now apparently there's a difference between the the TM and the R symbol. And I'm just looking it up here because I, I I did know this and I've forgotten, but I, I I have to look it. So I have to look it up again. The TM mm-hmm. symbol indicates that the trader is using trademark that isn't necessarily registered. The R inside the circle means it is registered. So they mm-hmm. haven't registered their new trademark yet. Ah, okay. at least not in the time that the uh, you know wherever you saw it uh, was was produced. Uh, i guess mm-hmm. when they register it it'll get the they'll put the little R in in the circle are you sure cuz then they'd be changing their logo <laughs> Oh, Brett. <laughs> come on what the little thing in the corner <laughs> yes even you're laughing right let's move on and <laughs> i, I want to talk about the supercomputer <laughs> i want to know
1: how much it costs
0: them yeah i know you <laughs> how do much that I, know, I know i know you do cuz gonna, it's going to it's going like, to be a ridiculous how much amount of money it? they spend?
1: how <laughs> yes and what company, what, what PR company, branding company has, you know, put that on as one of their all? Oh.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure we, I'm we sh- did the did
1: sh- eBay logo.
0: I'm sure we could find that out by doing a, a quick Google, but I'm not going to. I want to leave that and talk about the supercomputer built from 64 Raspberry Pi computers and held together with what? Lego. Absolutely. Lego. <laughs> MacGyver would have been proud. Indeed. Yeah, so this was done, uh, it was a, t- a team of people at the University of Southampton in the UK, led by Professor Simon Cox. In fact, I think the Lego construction was primarily Simon Cox's son, James, age six. Oh, isn't that nice?
1: That's very cool.
0: So 64 Raspberry Pis, mm-hmm. each with, I think, a 16 gig So what are they going to do card. with it? What are they going to do with it? Well, I don't know what their plans are, but to test it, they calculated pi, as in 3.14159. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, awesome. Which is kind of cool. So how far did they get with pi? On I pie? don't
0: know. I was trying to find it out. I, I couldn't see it in the short time I, I had to research a story, but who knows what the plan, their, their, their future plans are? Probably did it because he could. Maybe. To, to be the first in the world, you know. Someone's gotta be first. And by the way, they, you know what? Thankfully they've documented it to a level where you can replicate this yourself. Even if yep. you just do it with two or three, you don't need sixty four of them. Precisely. But, you just get a
1: few raspberry pies together. Yep, lay down but, your strips of strips of pastry. And connect them all together. No no no, 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 no. no. These are not, not these are pie. not the
0: edible kind, Brett. Ah. Uh, damn. <laughs> but but you're making me hungry. hungry. <laughs> I can have some for, I might have some for morning tea. If you want to build your own Go to, and I'll we'll put this link in our show notes. But if you're on audio only and you want to dictate this down, it's www.soton, spelled S O T O N, dot A C dot U K slash tilde S J C slash Raspberry Pi. As I say, the, the link will be on our show notes on our website, boysytech.com.
1: I have a Raspberry Pi related thing. Okay, go mention. on then. Go on then. I recently did see pie pies. I can't remember what site. I think I was probably on Mashable. But yeah, somebody had made pies decorated with pie and they were on sticks. So they were like oh, pie like pies Oh,
0: like 3.14159 on pies. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ah. So but they, pies. But, but so they were like edible pies, pies, right? With a
1: pie on it, on a stick.
0: It was yeah, how one how of the greatest pie, I don't get that. How I've do you ever put seen. a pie on a stick? How does it stay on a stick? I don't know, but they look delicious. They were quite small. Ah, right. Kind of like the fruit tarts you have at Christmas, kind of thing, right? I'm guessing. Slightly bigger. Think of
1: a cross between that and the sort of your your mini apple pies.
0: Oh, okay. All right. But it was, okay, right. Yeah.
1: So, inch and a half across.
0: Right. Maybe two. And they're not a stick. If you do a Google for pie pies, as in P I P I E S, there's a lot of photos of that. (laughs) <laughs> well, different times. A lot of people make pie pies Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a kind of a a common theme. I guess in that in, in that <laughs> respect. Now, Brett, that is it for this week. But I do have one New Zealand story right after this. Don't go away. <laughs> All right, welcome back. New Zealand Post has announced a new service. It's not revolutionary. It's not the first service like this for New Zealand customers, but it is being implemented by New Zealand Post, which I think is very important because it's a big trustworthy company here. Indeed. its It's got
1: major trusts and major goodwill kudos behind
0: it. Totally. And the service I'm referring to is this. If you've ever gone to an online retailer based overseas to order a product and they don't ship to New Zealand, it's kind of frustrating and Unless you know someone in the States that can forward it on, you're not going to be able to purchase your product. Well, this is where this new service comes in from New Zealand Post. It's a freight forwarding service. So you can provide a US-based address to the online retailer and New Zealand Post will receive that item and forward it on to you here in New Zealand. What do you think, Brett? I think it's awesome. It's not brand new.
1: There are other services out there that do that sort of thing, but it's a service from a trusted name in New Zealand. It is New Zealand Post. You can't get more trusted as a, a you know, physical snail mail
0: Carry moving up. service.
1: Yeah. Exactly, carrier. <laughs> you can't get a more trusted snail mail carrier in New Zealand than New Zealand Post. Exactly. So I think it's brilliant. I, I think it's absolutely awesome. There are so many times where I've gone to a retailer to buy something and I've seen something else on the site and I'm like, that is so awesome. I want it only to discover that that particular product cannot be sent to New Zealand. They well, won't just, send it anywhere
0: just the other week, I had that, Brad. If you go to Amazon and you try and order anything other than books and DVDs, such as, for example, consumer electronics, you try and buy a camera or something from Amazon mm-hmm. or a Kindle, they won't deliver to New yeah. Zealand. They no, can't. They won't. It says we, we cannot, and I, I don't know why. But uh, with this service, and you know, as you said, the key thing here. I think it's probably that, distribution licensing. Uh could be. Now, the key thing here, of course, is that, as you mentioned, it's not the first service, but it is for New Zealand customers, probably the most trustworthy company to offer this. And I yep. would be personally, I'd be prepared to pay a little more, a fraction more to use New Zealand Post as my forwarder than some anonymous third party. Uh, yeah, s- some anonymous operator. third
1: party mm. company that is all also based overseas. That yeah, exa- if they yeah, don't yeah, send exactly. your stuff to you or if it arrives broken or whatever, what recourse do you have to this this nameless entity online? Whereas New Zealand Post is New Zealand Post. You could go down to your New Zealand Post store locally and complain. <laughs> it's got that benefit. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I would pay a little more to use a place and a service that I trusted and I could actually go to than uh, one of the nameless online places that now, do this.
0: For- now, the service New Zealand Post is offering, uh, they've branded U-Shop. And just as an example, to give, to give you an idea of pricing, obviously we're not going to give you the full list of prices here, but just to give you an example, a 500-gram package from the US to New Zealand would cost you $23. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's not too bad. I mean, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's, uh, it's, it's not exorbitant. It's not
1: cheap, but it, it's, when you think about the cost, international shipping costs for a lot of stuff, it, it's probably quite reasonable. And it means that for a lot of those online retailers that are American based, they do like free delivery oh, yeah, free, to American free, addresses. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yep. So
1: you don't have to pay any of that delivery charge, that international delivery charge, which can be quite a lot. Yeah,
0: exactly. From so those this would companies. be
1: the only this you can so- take advantage of those free delivery things to get it delivered to oh, this place, yeah. and then only pay twenty three bucks for your for your half kilo of stuff being sent to you. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, It is actually. <laughs> it, it, it is because this would be the only. F- freight you'd, you'd have to pay in, in most cases, as you said, because a lot of exactly. online retailers in the US offer free. 500 grams is quite a few DVDs. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and I right. normally pay 27 to $30 to get those shipped to me. Well, there you go. From Amazon. So even even to, even for online retailers that do ship to New Zealand, this could quite possibly still be cheaper <laughs> once you've taken into the account that that online retailer often ships for free to American addresses.
0: Well, if you want to find out more, you can Google USHOP. Make sure you go to the New Zealand Post one because that name's been uh, used by a number of operators for different things. But UShop at New Zealand Post, that's a service they'll be offering soon. And that's the show, Brett. That is it. I am going to end it right here. That is episode 184 of the Boys of Tech this week. Brett, thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure, Ed. We should start keeping a tally of how many times I rant about Apple. <laughs> yeah Or just how much you rant Oh no We'd run no, out of true, room True No we'd run out of room
1: <laughs> True true We we might have to go For a long integer On that one Won't we Yeah long int <laughs> That's,
0: that's
1: yeah, right Yeah I don't think a stand, I don't think an int Would be able to with, no, Be able no, to cope with definitely mine Definitely long int <laughs> But you know me I like a good rant
0: Oh you do And it makes a good debate It means I can rant back and try Indeed. And try and shoot down Your argument <laughs> Yeah. Rightly yep. or wrongly. All right, Brett, that's Get it. Me. Hey, thank you <laughs> thanks very much. We'll do it all again next week, right? Indeed. All right, good stuff. See you all again next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye. Indeed it is. You're eating, I can tell. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for you to <laughs> You did your very best to do the mute button, finish as much as you could, but you still had a bit in your mouth and then say... <laughs> but I could still tell I well, could still tell I,
1: you, yeah you stopped talking before I thought you would oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's like oh my god I, I'm expected to input here Damn.
0: isn't it isn't it just like when, when you're at work and you've just taken a huge biteful of your lunch and the phone rings it's like what do I do what do I do and you're sort of flicking between your lunch and your, your phone lunch and phone it's already in your mouth and you end up answering because you're too curious at least if you're like me as to, to find out who it is hello Edward speaking <laughs> Not good. Not good. I should just let yeah. the phone. When that happens, you should let the phone ring. But if you're curious and curiosity gets the better of you, that's what happens. You you pick it up with a mouthful.